Hey everybody, welcome to this week's Losers with a Dream. This is Lisa Lampanelli and this week we discuss a topic that has been on the top of our minds for the past couple weeks. We finally got to it, fear of intimacy. Because oh my God, I know I start every episode like oh my God, but Jesus Christ, who is actually not afraid of someone truly seeing who they really are? It is so difficult for even friendships, for family relationships, and especially in one-on-one relationships with a significant other to be oneself all the time. Nick and Lisa have big blocks in this area. That's why we're single. Bo, he has blocks too, but he's a little more open because of his top secret meanings he goes to, and he's used to sharing, if you know what I mean. So sit back and enjoy Losers with a Dream. We're struggling with fear of intimacy, and guess what? You're not alone. Enjoy. Hey, you all know what time it is. It's Lisa Lampanelli, and it's time for the Losers with the Dream featuring me and, yeah, two other guys, Nick and Bo. I mean, nobody cares. I mean, I'm the star. Are you kidding me? They'd be nothing without me. Losers with the Dream. You're listening, so who's the actual loser? Now sit back and enjoy Losers with the Dream. Or don't enjoy it. Or don't even sit down. Shut up, burn calories. Welcome to the Loser with a Dream podcast. Oh my god, I knew it would happen. (laughs) I knew Bo would fuck it all up right in the beginning. Let's just start over, but air this anyway. (laughs) Because we have to show that we have forgiveness in our heart for Beauregard because he had a rough week, but he's alive. He has a self hair haircut or something. Self care haircut. Yes, and it's it's wonderfully (laughs) resilient after what he's been through let's forgive him shall we we shall you are forgiven oh wow thanks guys oh shut up you should be start like the this. show no, nick no you should be like oh my god thank you oh my god, god. Thank oh my god. <laughs> those are dick sucking lips you got there dear sales baby Woo! Okay. all right welcome to loser the dream podcast first and foremost Go to iTunes, subscribe, like, give us five-star review. We really appreciate that stuff. You could find us on Spotify, YouTube. You could find us on TikTok. Losers with the dream. She's our CEO of TikTok. Oh and you can God. follow myself on Instagram at Nick Scopes. You could follow her at Lisa Lampanelli. You could follow him at Bo McDowell Comedy, the second funniest comic in all of New England. Wow. Mm. Yeah, congratulations on not winning. Let me ask you something, guys, though. <laughs> let's talk about TikTok. Let's not let's not compliment Bo too much right off the bat. Right, we right, have right. to know, we have to keep him humble or else right. he's going to get big-headed. Right. This TikTok, well, we have my head to can be- get bigger. Yeah, I was going <laughs> to say. <laughs> like, Emotionally bigger, oh, maybe. Oh. Here's the deal. I want to know if you guys do the same thing as I do. Yeah. When you read comments, do you overreact and then realize you made a mistake? Because I will tell you what happened on TikTok the other day. <laughs> I put out a really funny video. And again, the best videos for us seem to be things that are just offhandedly. They just yeah. get a ton of likes and views, but... It's not even like, and we don't plan it out. Right. So I put up this one of me stealing all this stuff from a diner, which, yeah. by the way, I stole two spoons by mistake. They were in my purse. I'm bringing them back, Southport Diner. Don't worry. And as a joke, and it was like, well, how rich people stay rich, part right. two. So I get all these funny comments, and there's a comment from some guy, oh, and he goes, 
WTF happened? I'm hearing it in this tone. Yeah. WTF happened to her? Uh, I take it as she didn't put lipstick on. She's ugly. She's old. She's a has-been. So I delete the comment. And I'm all right. like, I don't answer back. I'm all hurt. And the next day I'm on the radio and I go, you know, maybe he meant it a different way. Maybe I'm overreacting. He posts the comment again. WGF happened to her. And yeah. I write, oh, I'm now doing a podcast called Losers with a Dream. You should give it a listen. And he goes, oh, my God, that's such good news. I wonder where you'd been. <laughs> so he literally was saying what happened to her. Why isn't she doing comedy? And I took it as wear some lipstick, you ugly old half a lesbian looking bitch. So I think we have to like... When we read comments, we got to suspend our disbelief and kind of assume it's a compliment and not go right there. Do you guys ever overreact to those things? I don't think we're famous enough to get comments like that, <laughs> to be honest. But no, I, I don't think, I mean, I'm not there yet, so I don't know, but I don't really care. I don't really, I, know I don't read the comments. TikTok is very you. vicious. Like the, Boy, the comments and, and, you get. TikTok's bad. a little, TikTok can get yeah. a little weird because you post um, stuff. I posted a video once and... Um, it, it was a joke about my grandfather and the army and whatever. And yeah. I said platoon instead of whatever yes, the proper yes. term right, was. Yeah, yeah. There were third, an argument between these people, just like 35 comments. Yeah. Wow. Of like, it's not a platoon because I was in Vietnam. This is World War II. So technically, <laughs> and I was lot. like, what's happening? That's a lot yeah. to, to, yeah, to, to just weird, take man. in. Yeah. So I think Strange. what I, I have gotten zero uh push back on tiktok everyone has been so nice i think they're just so shocked to see some old cunt doing tiktok <laughs> yeah, yeah and they're yeah. like oh my god lisa's back that's so cute <laughs> yeah so i'm sure the onslaught will happen eventually right but i'm like boy i really gotta watch i assuming the best we're gonna do an episode someday on assuming the best because yeah. i always assume the worst yeah, yeah. which and, by the way go ahead please no i was gonna say we do really like comments on youtube though because we they do? help the oh yeah algorithm. we do we love it we yeah. love so, that you know if you want a comment that's how you reach us yeah on youtube and if not go suck a dick on a wednesday <laughs> that's what i have to say about that and you know what this leads us into nicely our first segment please describe Ugh. it nick we're gonna do oh i almost threw up our <laughs> mental health god damn it mental health check-in okay because that is very important to us Okay, here at Losers with a Dream, LLC. <laughs> <laughs> is that a thing? Yeah, our bank yeah. account's huge. That's We're killing the it, the saddest thing I've ever it's, heard. It's not. It took us so long to open it, too. Why bother? Those people bother? were the worst. Yeah. Uh, anyway, that, that's a whole other story. But yeah, we're going to do our mental health check-in. We do not do scale of 1 to 10. Nope. We are not boring. We compare it to something, make some jokes, punchline, punchline. Fossy, fossy. Fossy, fossy. Well, I'll movies. start because it's literally exactly what I was talking about, about this comment on TikTok. And it really annoys me that I'm like this this week. Okay. So, you guys, I don't think you're going to know this reference. I... I'm always, sadly, I hate to be this way still, I always see the negative. Yeah. I do not ever it's wake fun. up on the right side of the bed. <laughs> I always wake up with a deficit. I yeah. wake up with, I have to work my way into a good mood. Right. I have to put on TV and watch Succession because it's hilarious. <laughs> like when you find Succession funny, you know you're fucking depressed. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so I always hate my life right in the morning and I dig my way out. I don't have real depression, but I'm like, oh, it's never easy. But I'm always waiting for something bad to happen, which indicates why I overreacted to this right. fella, this feller this on TikTok, this gentleman on TikTok. <laughs> so I 
feel that this week my mental health check-in is I am like Christy Brown. Ooh. Does this sound familiar? Well, of course it See doesn't because you guys Brown. only watch dumb movies. <laughs> this is a man who was in a uh, Daniel Day-Lewis movie <laughs> was based on this man. Yeah. He was a person who was one-footed, as they yeah. say. He he was in a movie called My Left Foot was based on his life. Do you remember this movie, My Left Foot? He, wow. he painted with one foot, and he had no hands, I think. Or did he have a hand? I don't know. But who cares? He had one fucking foot. Yeah. And so he learned to paint with the other one. So I am like Christy Brown, the subject of the movie, who was always waiting for the other shoe to drop. <laughs> because here's what happens. When you live with one foot... Yeah. Your shoe's always going to drop. Yes. I feel as if it won't stay on. Have you ever tried to put a shoe on just an ankle? No, you haven't. Because <laughs> you have cankles, Bo, and that's genetic. You get them from your mother. She has heavy ankles. Anyway. Oh, my God. I, I feel like him, this poor man. Except I'm lucky enough to have two feet. So why am I always worried about something bad happening? Can you analyze this for me, Bo, since you seem to always have more insight than Nick does? No offense, Nick, but you're not smart. Go ahead, Bo. I <laughs> I think it's a trait of successful people to always want more huh. and to always be coming from that deficit. It makes you work harder. It makes you go out there and get what you want. Take the bull by the horns. Well, since that's dumb, Nick, what do you think? <laughs> I don't know. I know it's just dumb. I just feel like it would be so nice to read a comment and go, oh, look, this man who says, what the fuck happened to her? <laughs> he wants to know where I've been all these years. He's missed my delightful wouldn't that be great to go I, to the positive? How much do you go to the positive first or the negative? No, no, negative. It's more fun to be cynical. It just is. It's, it's like a doesn't feel fun. Well, you know, it's one it's way fun. to look at it. Gotta, is, are, do you have fun with that? I do. Yeah. I do. I do have fun with the cynicism. I don't like positive people. I don't like being positive. I don't appreciate it. No, I'm not. What? I'm not that far off the deep end. <laughs> well, I, 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 but I do find like being a little more. It's just fun. Like, it's so just do you little, think? I should just way. accept I'm this way and not try to change it. Because, I mean, I think sometimes you just can't even twist it. and You just can't. You got to go, hey, I'm going to wake up. I'm going to wait for a disaster. And that's just where I am right now. Yeah. I, I feel like I'd rather be cynical than a person that's like, everything and everyone's great all the time. Oh, they're idiots, yeah. man. Because the world <laughs> sucks and it's going to bite you in the twat. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. I hope so. I think you can practice a little acceptance <laughs> for who you are. Well, thank you. <laughs> Ooh, maybe I'll show up at one of your top secret meetings and be a speaker and then break up with you. Yeah. Speaking of which, Bo, why don't you talk about your mental health now? Because well, I bet it's just singing along to this oh, week. Oh, it's dandy. Um, I So this week, I feel like Matt Damon from The Departed. Oh, I love this because one. Because as you recall, he's laying in bed with a very wonderful Vera Farmiglia. <laughs> Farmiglia? Farmiglia. Is way, way smarter than him, too. She's yes. a great job. Great job. There's a lot of parallels there. Yeah, a lot of parallels. Yes, Hot. yes. Hot the trot. Hotter than him. <laughs> Go ahead. And he's laying in bed, and the relationship's not working out. <sighs> and Matt Damon goes, listen, if you want, if you want to end this, it's got to be you. I'm Irish. I'll live with something being wrong the rest of my fucking life. That's you. And I relate to that because this week, dun, dun, your dun. boy's relationship status has changed. Oh, <laughs> he's oh back on the market. The market. I'm going to suck your dick. Yeah. 
That slab I, of meat is available. Yeah, oh, give it to me. This hunky man is back out there and he's ready Dude, to Dude, now we can have sex guilt-free. Oh my god, listen to me seriously though. You would have Okay, so your girlfriend breaks up with you, right. which is fine. Yeah. Because you it don't I mean you do know it was a lot of work and that's fine and that wasn't it wasn't working out well. <laughs> but you really contend you would have stayed in it till you're miserable probably so she probably did you a favor a, a very nice favor mm-hmm. um yeah because i for the most part i would just be like all right well there's some red flags mm-hmm. and there's some obvious problems but you know what it's okay we're just gonna push through and honestly especially with uh this time of year right where it oh. starts to get into you hey. got christmas oh. you got new year's you got uh, Valentine's, Valentine's eventually Groundhog Day. Day is a big one. Arbor yeah, Day. That's right. Canadian Thanksgiving. I'm groundhogs. <laughs> <laughs> so you, I would have put myself in a position where I would have to cover a lot of time, and then that's guaranteeing we're together till summer. And she did the right thing. <laughs> you I made mean, all me the like, Really? Is that what we I do? Mean, probably. No, you, that's you, why people you know. call it that cuffing season where you're handcuffed right. to each other by at least till March. Right. So she did the right thing. She saw the problems. I do like that. She cut it off. I was relieved. And now we move on. Now, I think I was very worried about you, I'll be honest, because I know you are a big feeling gentleman. Yes. You are not one of these who's flippant. You're not like, yeah, man, good riddance, spy twat. <laughs> like, that's just not you. No. Or else you we wouldn't be friends. I did shortly after. I did, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, that was, was weird. That was weird. Uh, but <laughs> I was, like, all worried about you last night. So I'm like, I'm just going to call him and see if he's okay. And no answer. So I'm like, oh, he's going to kill himself. <laughs> so I call So I well, not kill himself, but I'm like, oh, oh maybe he drank so i called nick and i was like dude dude (laughs) did you talk to bo and he's like like nick (laughs) answers it like i heard from him so i'm like but did you talk to him? He's like, oh, we FaceTimed. I go, so he's alive. And he goes, oh. <laughs> I don't know why you're like that all the time. And he says, yes. So I go, what do you want? Yeah, no, is he wearing a fine. shirt this time at least? I, I don't FaceTime with <laughs> okay. any of you guys with your fucking weird nakedness. It's disgusting. <laughs> we like to be naked. Ew, together. But I was happy to hear that you were not totally depressed, but... You do realize, you know, there's probably a little sadness there or disappointment. Yeah, I've been waiting for the sadness to hit, and Mm -hmm. uh, so far, nada. But I do not count it out. I hope uh, at some point I feel something. Yeah. Do you think at this point you're just kind of numb? Because I have a friend who's sadly her dog just passed, and she's like, wow, I'm worried. I just feel kind of numb from it. And I said, it'll catch up to you, but not in a horrible way, but you'll start to feel again. No, I think I don't think I'm numb or anything. I just think it wasn't it wasn't the right thing to stay in. Mm-hmm. And I, I I generally and it wasn't that long of a relationship. That's true. And so I'm kind of like, all right, this was this was okay and then I accept it for what it was and I'm grateful that it happened. But it's like, all right. Uh, no, it's I good. Yeah, I don't think there's anything to like I don't think I was close to saying I love you right. to her ever. Right. And you've said it to Nick so many times. I do. Yeah. And in his defense, he was <laughs> in your mouth at the time. <laughs> <I'm just here. laughs> so it might have been something else. Some other like, Can you I shut had... up and get to work down there? <laughs> I couldn't. It was hard to hear shut on the video. <laughs> no, but I think what's great is like you know it wasn't working out. The the good thing is you always have the consolation prize that you are the second funniest person in New England <laughs> and you're only lost to a janitor. I think right. that's terrific. Yeah. 
Also, he blew are... us off, by the way. We were supposed to go see him, and he's like, I need well, some I time dying. with my girlfriend, so yeah, that you was guys worth stay it, huh? home. <laughs> <laughs> I hope we're pushing into those feelings now. Yeah, dude. I'm going to push you into traffic. <laughs> well, I think you're, I think this is great. Yeah. I think, do you think it went too fast and it sort of got you sort of got caught up in it no, too much. No, I think it went the right speed. I just don't think. I think we got to know each other and didn't work. How long did you actually really date? Like how how many months was it? Two probably. So you need a month to get over it. So yeah. by the middle of January, yeah. which is when we're taping this in the middle of December, you should be ready for Nick to <laughs> take to you into you. his mouth once again. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm so punchy today. Um, Lisa. I, and I usually don't make all these gay comments about you guys like you do it. Right. But it's making me laugh yeah. for me to say into his mouth. But do you right. think you'll give it a morning period or will you be the idiot who just jumps in and Maybe starts an trying period. to get clam? I mean, I haven't downloaded any apps or good, yeah. made any uh, attempts. Although but, uh, I imagine that uh, you will be sort of putting out that boat charm oh. to all the women that you encounter yeah. on the way to skipping the gym. Oh, it'll, uh, listen. He did download Uber Eats. That is the <laughs> That's an app he I, frequents. By the way, I found out my paper boy is a woman. Ah. Maybe you'd like her. I don't think so. Why not? She throws <laughs> yeah. the Connecticut Post onto my She's driveway. She's got a hell of a arm on her. <laughs> I love how they give you that card around the Christmas holidays as if you they deserve a tip for getting it in the yard. <laughs> Just saying, maybe I'll that's the gal for you. Yeah, well, well, she's out there, and we'll figure it out, or we won't, and it's okay. And it's okay. It doesn't matter, yeah. dude. People are happily single. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, I'm the second funniest comedian in You're number the tri-state. No. <laughs> okay, <laughs> take it away, Nick. All right. So for my mental health, okay, I'll tell you guys how I've been feeling. I have. It's morphed. Uh, okay. Over the last okay. few days, right? So okay. this past weekend, I had a uh, pretty bad stomach bug. I was uh, fighting, fighting <laughs> for my life. Uh, I hit my goal weight, though, so we're good. Yeah. Yes. No, but this but weekend, I, give. I was... Let's <laughs> <laughs> make out, then. Um, this weekend, I felt like Livia Soprano. Wow. Because she... What's she always famous for saying? <laughs> I wish the Lord would take me now. Wow. <laughs> That's how I fucking felt all week. I was like, I just want to die. But about two days ago, I started feeling better and not to get into specifics, but we have shit to do this week. We got a lot going on. We're very we famous. Our next two weeks, we're doing things. We got to focus. So now, today, I feel like Will Ferrell in the other guys mm. <gasps> because Gata needs his gap yeah! <laughs> punk ass bitch yes! I'm ready to go now it's enough okay, okay. Yeah, you kind of really once you're when you're sick you're just like anyone else when they're sick but when I'm you a make pussy. a comeback dude <laughs> you fucking come back you're Today like yeah I worked now. out again everything was so, heavy and felt terrible but it was okay I did it I felt good well, I'm glad good. I caught glad you, you on that yeah. phone call before you made your comeback when you were like <laughs> 
Uh, <laughs> it's okay, FaceTime. <laughs> so I'm glad now you're at 100%. So if I call you tomorrow, you'll be like, hey, man, what's up? That kind of thing. I never answer the phone like that. Yeah, you don't. Yeah. You're too cool for school. We're going to have to do uh, an episode on that. Too cool for school. Yeah. Could be a good episode. What do you mean, 100%. Because me and Bo are classically uncool. And I yep. think to- We own to, it. Yeah. And I think to really risk being uncool is the best thing you can do is in vulnerability. Probably so we'll school I think I answered. I, answer, I think I said gay for pay hotline when I- <laughs> Oh, yeah, he did. I know. And it's I like, said, that's, that's what you get from me. Like, and know. I think I said, Bo Suicide Watch on the yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you get from me. I'm not going to be like, oh my God, hi. Hey, you know? girl. Yeah, what's up, be... girl? I always answer my, hey, man. I get excited. You kind of do. We fake excitement well. Yeah. Maybe that's what your girlfriend didn't like about you. Yeah, that all day at work. That's <laughs> all <laughs> good. Yeah, Nick has to be a better actress. That's true. Mm. That's all right. Don't worry. That's I'll true. Be, I'm great. His Oscar is just a guy in the bathroom. <laughs> Lubed for his pleasure. I had a, an opening act once who said the Oscar is the best uh, statuette for anal. The yeah. gay men love the Oscar because it's lubed. It has that round head. The Emmy will rip the shit out of you, he used yeah. to say. And yeah. he knew because... Well, it's a big bulb. Yeah. No, it's a fucking angel with things that's coming golden, out of that's it. That's the golden globes. Oh, yeah. yeah. That bulb would feel good in your asshole. Ah, uh, well... Maybe let's... that'll be on Patreon. <gasps> Maybe we'll lube Somebody bulb nominate up us. <laughs> and we'll shove a golden glow to up Nick's and Joe's twats. <laughs> that sounds like fun. I think we need to cut right now. (laughs) No, this is going to be a good episode. I'm stoked. I'm excited. I think this is going to be great. Go ahead. What is our topic? Our topic today, we're going to take a quick break, and we're going to come back, and we're going to talk about our topic, which is the fear of intimacy. Oh, Christ. I'm so scared. Be right back. Bye. Hey everybody, Lisa Lampanelli here from Losers with a Dream. As you know, me, Bo, and Nick are losers. We have really big dreams. And one of the people who help us reach our dreams is the good folks at Royal Fox Studio. They specialize in producing podcasts, as you can hear, and they can get your show sounding amazing like ours. I mean, seriously, I sound fucking great. Make sure to check them out at Royal Fox Studio on Instagram and on all social media where you'll be able to see a list of all the great shows they produce, including the best one ever, Losers with a Mother Effing Dream. Yeah. Hello, welcome back to the Losers with a Dream podcast. We are losers and we have some dreams. We have them. Some deep, intimate, skin intimate. Oh boy. My skin intimate. Is that a brand? That's a yeah. brand, right? Of like women's shaving stuff. Like Nair. No. <laughs> it's, it's like Nair. Didn't say Not it was really. Nair. Skin to me, it's like a. No, all right. We're I know going, a guy that Nair his whole back. Nair? They just put chemicals on you? I've done it because I'm hairy as fuck and it just burns the hair off your body. Yeah, you dude. just wipe it off. Sounds cool. <sighs> Thanks, science. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> we are going to get into our topic today, which is the fear of intimacy and nick how did you get to this topic because we know this came from you this did this did well lisa mentioned it last week mm-hmm. i was saying we should do something on a fear of intimacy and she was talking about how her and i have that and then you a little bit but she'll come on and talk about that later right um and how it varies and how the different fears and levels of intimacy uh how we deal with that shit but um, it kind of came up. So again, as I mentioned earlier, I was sick this past weekend and I have a, uh, it's a former client, a friend, a friend, I should say now. Yeah. Um, 
she's uh she's a physician and in in turn for like free like you know supplements medical stuff whatever if i ever get sick i just go to her i like i've watched her right. farm i i do you know yeah she's, she's a your proxy of, doctor I get yes it. she's yeah. been a friend of mine for a few years and great. uh she's great anyways um whenever i'm sick or anything i literally would you know i'll be like hey like i woke up saturday and was like hey i have this uh really horrible pain in my stomach i was like yeah. i don't know what's going on maybe i'm ulcers maybe i'm dying yeah maybe, hopefully maybe bo hit it too hard you know <laughs> No, he couldn't reach. But uh, <laughs> okay. Um, so whatever, I call her. I go there, and uh, she's very. She's you know, she's old enough to be my mother. She's a motherly woman. Right. She has two boys. She's you know very like caring and loving. She breastfed. I wish, man. Uh, what? I mean. <laughs> anyway, so I go to her house. She like, examines me. Whatever. She's talking to me. She goes, Yeah, you probably just got some sort of bug. Whatever. And then I'm literally sitting there on her couch. And I'm just like not feeling well. And her friend is there also like a mom. Yeah. Really like crunchy granola. They're so they're talking about like a thing like Kripalu kind of. They're talking about like hugging circles and shit. Okay, and I'm just yeah. sitting there like <laughs> uh, like dying. But I'm yeah. also like when you, you know when you're sick, you get a little more emotional. Oh, yeah. About things. Right. So now I'll I'm this cry. guy sitting here with a dead mom in a room with <laughs> two women <laughs> that are very motherly and taking care of me. She's like, do you want tea? And like giving me stuff. <laughs> and I started to get like a little like weirdly emotional. And I was like, I got to make a joke to get out of this. Yeah. Or talk about a dick or something. Just say yeah. something gross. And those feelings of intimacy that came up were really, really strong. And I really uh, was trying to fight them and like, you know. Just a lot of shit came up for me. Yeah. And that's kind of how we came. That is kind of how we came to this topic because we wanted to talk about it. And that's just one example. I'm sure you have quite, quite a, a few. few. Yeah. Now that you're <laughs> lone wolf. <laughs> <laughs> On the prowl. But yeah, that's kind of how we came to this topic. And yeah. it's, you know, when we say fear of intimacy, obviously, you know, this was no, this wasn't a romantic thing for me. It's just like a, it was just a, any sort of intimacy, any sort of deep emotional connection trying to avoid that at all costs in some ways, trying to lean into it, but also trying to avoid it. Yeah. So what about you, my man? I mean, I think I always had a bit of a fear of intimacy, especially with women when I was younger, because I was terrified of women. <laughs> um, you know what I mean? Like when you're like a 16, 17 year old guy, yeah. like they, they hold a lot of power over you because you want this thing and you're like just a, a nervous fat boy. <laughs> And you're hoping you can get it, but you're not sure how. And so, you know, like you're like, I would always be like, oh, like, yeah. Like it, the, the best example was like, whatever they said they liked, I was like, yeah, that's awesome. I, no, I like yeah. that too. Yeah, no. Yeah, I'll come over and do that with you. You really into Oh know. my God, I love soap operas. Yeah. <laughs> General yeah. Hospital is Days of shit. Our Lives is yeah. my favorite. <laughs> you know what I mean? So like, I definitely was afraid of them seeing me at all because like, hey, if they see anything, then ooh, we're out, we're out, you know. Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm done. So I was definitely afraid of that. I wouldn't like, I never had like serious conversations with any girl that I was seeing, I think up until like age 23, 24. So that's pretty pretty long time of like being around women yeah, and just dude. being like, yeah, 
I'm good. Uh, my move, uh, definitely in college, was just like the late night, uh, you know, Roofie. call. Yeah, no, oh, no, no. But like the late night, like, hey, what's up? You know what I mean? Like 2 a.m. And they're like, what do you want? Yeah. You know, and you're like, oh, I, get those, I get those from Bo now. I just, uh, I get like coming out tonight. Like, you doing And they'd be like, oh. This fucking guy. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> and no, I would never take a girl out in college because God forbid I have to actually talk. I might as well get hammered. And then at 1 a.m. I can, you know, show up late and knock on the door. I want to come hey, back to that. I want to come back to that. I after. need something. <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean? So, you know. You're cute. I'm cute. Yeah, yeah. What do you think? Yeah, but it was always like, uh, okay, I need to be absolutely shit-faced. Yeah. In order for me to like oh, yeah. show up and feel comfortable even doing this. Yeah. And then, you know, I got sober and it got easier and I started to connect with more women. And then I had easier times having women friends. I have a lot of women friends now. You know what I mean? So that's easier. Um, but I still like even still, uh, it was only like a few years ago. I was seeing this girl and she said to me, she goes, you know, I noticed that when we have sex, you never feel comfortable looking into my eyes. Like we never, we never make eye contact. And I always thought that was because I just didn't want to see disappointment. You know what I mean? Like I didn't want to actually have to deal with the obvious ramifications. You're like, you're like I know this is disappointing, <laughs> yeah. but I don't want the confirmation <laughs> yeah, yeah. that it is disappointing. Yeah. So I would just be like, oh, I hope she's having a nice time. <laughs> just let me stare at the wall. I think this is okay. <laughs> If I stare at the wall, I assume everything is fine. <laughs> but I always imagine a girl's face while I was having sex with her was just like, uh, like you know what I mean, just like fear she and was like, uncomfortability. Help. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and just like, uh, or even worse, just like bored, like just bored, tired, yeah. you know. So like, I never wanted to look in their eyes because I was just like, oh. But I, and I have not gotten much better at that, by the way. Um, it's not like it gets easier. Right. It's like, and I feel safe with people. We'll get you there. Thanks, buddy. All right. I mean, I feel safe with people, but, right. you know, still even like getting that close. I'm like, eh. yeah, <laughs> but, I you know, know, and I should, I should break past that. Um, but I think that it's got to be with the right person. Yeah. Yeah. Did any of that register with you at all? <laughs> <laughs> no, it did. Um, I love the, uh, yeah, the the agreeing of whatever. Yeah, no, if you're into that, like, <laughs> totally. Again, dude, when you are, I'm just going to say, being a fucking teenager is the worst. Yeah. It is the worst thing ever. Yes. There's like, how many kids did you know in high school that like had it down two maybe? Yeah. That were like doing really well with yeah. girls. Yeah. Two dudes. Yeah. Maybe. Crushing it. Right. Yeah. But usually those guys later in life you see them not doing not so doing good. Great. Yeah. <laughs> Having a tough time. Yeah, really. Playing not. slow pitch softball. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they just got laid so much so early, they're just like Pfft. Yeah. <laughs> they give up. Rest of hard. life's a breeze. Yeah. <laughs> Like should have got that promotion. It's like yeah, but you got this is the fifth year you've gotten passed over. You should yeah. probably listen. Hey, try to work for it. That's when but, it counts. No, I've probably done that. Um, <clears throat> I don't know if I was when I was younger, but definitely in my twenties. Uh, like after my, I've, been, I've actually been thinking about this a lot lately. After my dad lost the majority of his money again, yeah, and I was so like embarrassed of that, yeah. I was like, I need to get away from this. I need a life that's like 
like I li- like pretended like I liked things that were like up here. Like I was, I liked, I'm the prince now. Yeah, I'm the prince now. So if I guess see it, what? I, can be it. I sought out. Yeah, women. That fucking did the same shit. They wanted all these things. Like, I love to travel. I'm like, me too. You wouldn't believe it. Yes, yeah. Oh, I love I love that stuff. I went to Canada once. Yeah, I would love to go to another <laughs> I would love to go to another country and bother people. It'd be so fun. <laughs> it would be great. Yeah. And now I have zero issue. They're like, so like do you travel like if I've been on dates in the last I'm gonna say two to three years, I have no issue. If a girl I could tell. You could always tell in their profile or whatever that they yeah. like to travel. You can always tell. Yeah. And whenever they they're said, white. Yeah, that's yeah. Yeah. <laughs> number one. They're white. Number two, they're from Fairfield County, Connecticut. Yeah. And they have disposable income. Yeah. And they don't know any, you know, being broke is. But yeah. they literally would be like, you know, it's like, oh, do you like to travel? Like, is there anywhere you want to go? I'm like, no. <laughs> so I haven't been to LA or Austin. I like yeah. to go there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Check it out for comedy. Go other than that, I don't see the. Yeah, I don't see the purpose. Right, and I have no, and I have zero issue. Like these people, they go live in fucking Bali for four months. Like right. God bless them, but like I'm like, oh my god, what if I get my stomach's not great? What if I get sick <laughs> over there? I don't do well. <laughs> like I no. like control and having my thing. Yeah. So yeah, but there, I definitely. Um, in order to get intimacy or chase, I would chase these certain types of women and be like, yeah, I'm totally into all these things. And it was like, unfortunately it was very expensive. Yeah. <laughs> ridiculous things that I could not do. Right. Right. Living outside of your means. Oh, it was not good, man. Right. Not good. But the one thing I wanted to go back to is, um, in college. Cause I noticed this too. You said not taking girls out in college. Oh yeah. Never. Right. Never. So post college, I remember talking to a buddy of mine and you know, Post college, you got to start taking girls on dates. Yeah, you got to actually plan do something, shit. Yeah. You got to call them. Can't just be like, "Hey, are you gonna be at the yeah. house on yeah. Chestnut Street?" I'm gonna be 1 like, a.m. "I'll probably be like blacked out yeah. over by there <laughs> later." If like you're into that, and maybe you see me or whatever. <laughs> there was a girl in college who I used to. We used to. Te- it was like a you know one or two a.m. Like, "Hey, sup? Where are you at?" And yeah. she would come over and whatever, right? And then after college, I remember being like, I mean, literally a few months. After we graduated, yeah, I remember being like, like, hey, you want to like meet up and like whatever? And she was like, she's like, no, she's like, do you want to like get dinner or something? And I was like, dinner? What's happening? But I was like, she really you get a stock. diploma and now you think you're fucking big time. I got the same one, but um, no, but yeah, that was a thing, right? Yeah. Like the transition from like, oh, I have to like go on real dates now right. and sit down and talk to the person. Yeah. Cause it's easy in college to hook up and meet people and fucking like, yeah. I mean, it really, for the most part is fairly easy. Right. And, it, and it's so like, everyone's, you know, usually hammered or like, you know, you just have a group of friends. It's a, if it's a smaller school, you're like, Hey, you ain't going anywhere else. So right. This is what <laughs> stocked pond. This is yeah. the pond you got. You're welcome. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But, um, yeah, the whole dating thing after college, did you find that tough to like, like first couple times you had to really take a girl out, plan the date, sit down, talk to her. Were you like, this is, and well, actually see, like talk and get to know them. We'll see here, Nicholas. When I got out of college, I was We're drinking about 30 beers a day. So I was not <laughs> making. All right, let's, let's fast forward past the sloppiness. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What about like when you're now you're sober? Yeah. Well then I got sober and then about 90 days in some chick with three, some clam with three years came in and stole my innocence so i don't i didn't i didn't really get a chance to put myself out on the scene 
You but went on, you I've a done few it dates. recently, and it's fine. Yeah. I, the I, the nervousness of it after a certain point is gone for me because the one thing I don't love about dating and the fear of intimacy is like when you have to meet somebody brand new and you got to show up and you're betting that they're going to be okay, that it's going to be an all right night, and then you have to show up and like share of yourself to them. Mm. You're like, ah, I don't like. You know what I mean? Like I do a lot of sharing. I share to a lot of people. Right. I have a lot of friends. I let them know what's going on. I, I get uh, vulnerable with a lot of people. So it's like to add another one to the list and I got to pay for the meal uh, and I have no idea how it's going to go <laughs> is uh, not my favorite activity. I'll tell you that. It's really not. No, it's, it's not tough, great. right? No, it's not great. And you know, you got to be on. I feel that way now about like, you know, comedy or on stage, you got to be on, you got to be funny. Yeah. That's how you, you know, probably feel the same way on dates. Plus your meetings, plus fucking doing this. Yeah. All the talking. And you're like, right. great. Now I have to. Yeah. When I get home, I just shut off the lights and, yeah. <laughs> and put my head in the pillow. <laughs> I get it, dude. I get no, it. No, but man. I mean, the fear of intimacy is not just with women. It oftentimes can be with uh with friends too like there i know friends that have a tough time talking about deeper stuff you know what i mean talking about like yeah, you talk you know, about stuff that they're going podcasts, on. Yeah. yeah yeah stuff that they're dealing with right and like you know for the most part i don't have that fear with people like i'm pretty much an open book just because i've done a lot of dumb shit in my life right and i've told it to so many people that like what's another one you know what i mean like what's another <laughs> time i tell this story another time i like get vulnerable about the thing i've gotten vulnerable about a bunch of times you know what i mean so it's generally pretty easy for me um but i understand how it is tough for a lot of men oh yeah absolutely yeah. but it's okay you know like we talked about it there's friends that you just know i think lisa's talked about it before there's friends that you just know that like they're not the friends you get deep with or whatever. Right. Like they're fun or they're whatever surfacey. You go to dinner with them, you have fun, that's it. But you right. don't really talk about stuff like that with them. And that's fine. Yeah. Um I've also felt that with uh I know for me with like my, my family. Right. Cause again, and I've I've said this in the past, but um I just always felt like everyone in my family was just like like I felt like as a kid I was just watching these people who clearly weren't happy, yeah, shoving down emotions and no one was getting any better and nothing. Right. Was, and I remember being like, why can we, we should change this, right? Yeah, yeah, this yeah. isn't good. I feel like yeah. no one's doing well. Let's right. figure this yeah, out. What's happening. Yeah. yeah. So about like probably not into my, till my mid late twenties, my cousins and I, I was like, listen, my, my dad is, I, you know, I don't want to talk about it too much cause it gets me a little, cause I love him, but he's, yeah. he's come such a long way, especially at like 71 to be like, more and more open about i'm like this is wild yeah, like i'm yeah. very proud really of him. seeing the end yeah <laughs> <laughs> i mean that's how it works yeah, I, mean, I think he's just also it's easy to open up when you know it could end any day <laughs> honestly can i be honest my dad is healthier than you'll ever be well i like true story well, let's be honest he looks uh, better than you too at 71 it's all right <clears throat> It looks better. Anyways, listen. What the fuck was I talking about? Oh, my cousins. Being mean. So I was talking about, yeah, (laughs) you're a bad guy. I got to keep you down. I told you. We talked about this. I don't like this dynamic. You're a bad guy. Uh, I don't think. You assume I'm a bad guy. No, no, no. You're bad. All right. Bad person. All right. So. (laughs) (laughs) No, but with my cousins, I was like, all right, we going to. I was like, we're going to change this. We're all around the same age. I was like, let's start. Like, it's probably just in the last year or two. We started like 
going to lunches together and like talking about our parent and being like, how do you feel about this? And like, we found out stuff about each other. We had no fucking idea. Right. And things that we were dealing with and they were molested. Yeah. Yeah. By you <laughs> at it. one of our shows. <laughs> That's how I Especially now. It's that my you're closer, saying, dude. Yeah. <laughs> And it only got you second, but, <laughs> but no, like getting more intimate, um, just with family being like, being able to sit and talk and be like, Hey, why are we acting like this? Like, why is so-and-so doing this? Like, can right. we, is there a better way? Is there another way to communicate? Can we figure this out? Right. That has been a game changer and I wish I did it sooner, but it's happening now and then it's all good. But yeah. yeah. I mean, listen, I've tried this with my parents and my family. I don't believe it will ever Well, happen. they said another line from The Departed is uh, they said that he said Freud said that uh, the Irish are impervious to psychoanalysis. Yeah, Freud also <laughs> said you want to bang your mom. So I don't know how reliable he is. I want to bang you. <laughs> but no, I mean, I, I know with my family, uh, there is that fear of like going too deep. Like my mother keeps it very surface. My father... Loves to talk about the Patriots. And <laughs> if you start to talk about anything other than the Patriots, he's like, yeah, you know, it's all going to work out. Like, he just barely quickly <laughs> just goes, you know. Like well, if you he, talk about the Giants, like, how do you feel about the New York Giants? <laughs> <laughs> he's like, well, that's a sore subject. Yeah, he's like, oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, he, uh, you know, he's he has a tough time going deep, but he can talk your ear off for three hours about, you know, the defensive line. Right. So like you have you have the things that you can connect with people about and you have to know their limits. Right. Like yeah. we've done an episode on that, too. Right. Like knowing people's limits. But um, I I feel like for me, I don't have a huge fear of intimacy. I know Lisa could come on and change my mind about that. But, you know, <laughs> I like there's parts of it that can get tough. I have a fear of talking to somebody uh, or getting vulnerable with somebody that I absolutely do not like or don't want to talk to um that's a thing that happens Ooh, at like okay. top secret meetings okay is there's somebody right. that comes over and they goes so how are you and you go good like, and then they're like and they're like no but really like you know open up i want to hear how things are going and you're like you're like I don't we don't have this relationship yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah like uh, you one do not deserve <laughs> My interesting life. Do you and know the things who that we done. are? We yeah. get fan mail. Yeah, you don't need this. You don't deserve this. And then the <laughs> second thing is just like I, I have a fear of telling people things who I know are going to spread it around, right? So like the the thing that really pisses me off is when I tell somebody something and then I see it going around everywhere, which is weird. That's one of my pet peeves because it's literally all I do. I love the <laughs> gossip. Anybody tells me anything, I it's it's gone. I've I've literally I'm tweeting. I'm like, hey, you know, yeah, Cheers. Bob's getting a divorce. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean, like it's just front page news. But what an idiot. Yeah, what a loser. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. All right. Well, listen, I think it's time to bring on. Our life coach and mentor. <laughs> I know why I'm pausing like William Shatner, but it's it feels good. I don't know. We're gonna Shatner. we're gonna bring on our life coach, our mentor, Lisa Motherfucking Lampanelli, to talk more about. Oh boy, never mind. We'll be back with Lisa. <laughs> Hello, welcome back to Loser with a Dream podcast. We are losers, and we have big dreams. 
Do we? We do. I think we our do. dream is to someday, before we're dead in the fucking ground, yeah. have a truly intimate relationship. And at this point, I'm settling, and I think that's good, because I think it's a start, settling with working on truly intimate friendships, because I think that's where it starts. Mm, yeah. And I think Beauregard is correct in one way. When you said you're so used to sharing that that's almost a gateway to intimacy with a partner. Yeah. Because being truly unafraid to show all those crazy things that you guys do in your meetings, like in, about your past, I mean, that's pretty cool. But, I mean, yeah. it's got to be hard to go one-on-one with a girl who maybe doesn't go to the meetings. Right. And then you have to come out with all this crazy stuff from the past or even how you feel now. Yeah. So I think... It's great practice in those meetings, but translating it to a romantic relationship has got to be difficult. Yeah, it is super difficult. And I find that I am way more likely to get very deep, very quick with someone, and then the relationship goes too fast. Yeah. Right? You almost have less of a fear of intimacy. You make intimacy... You know what you do? You make false intimacy happen quickly. Right. And then it burns out. You don't give it a chance to get intimate because you're afraid. Same with me. Yeah. So now what I've been practicing, like I said, I'm sort of going, okay, since dating is of no interest to me, how do I make the relationships I have be more intimate? Because you want to be able to have those feelings yeah. and you want to be able to cry in front of people or yell and then apologize or have deep friendship talks. Like I had a friendship talk with somebody today. It like literally came out of nowhere. She canceled on me for lunch, which by the way is not a big deal, Yeah. but she did it in a way that made me feel like it didn't matter. Right. And I didn't matter. And I'm like, unless I call her right now, I have fear of intimacy yeah. unless I call her right this second and say that hurt. So that hurt quote, that quote that hurt me is a bridge to having an intimate relationship someday. Right. Yeah. So I called her and I said, well, it really kind of hurt me, but I thought you said I was okay. Spider. <laughs> you know, like, 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 like I thought I felt like, like maybe I wasn't important. That's a vulnerable, hard yeah. fucking thing to say. And she got defensive. Oof. And then I said, Sounds like you're getting defensive. Maybe we should talk about this at another time. And she goes, no, 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 you're right. I am. And I'm like, oh, okay. And she stayed in it and I stayed in it. Literally one hour later, we're like, oh my God, we're so much better friends now because we know each other better. So what I you think. might as well just gone to lunch. It's a listen, full Listen, this fucking clam. I know. This clam needed to get it out of her own head. That's what you never get out of a lunch easy with LL. You can't. And I did say, by the way, when I hung up the phone, I did say, hey, this doesn't mean you could never cancel. Just, you know, the way you do it. I would prefer if you did this. So I think when you guys are talking about building these intimate relationships with females someday, I think what there's a few, first of all, we know where this comes from. We know where this fear of getting close comes from childhood abandonment, childhood fears, childhood been rejected. So it's a defense mechanism. All fear of intimacy is putting up a wall so you don't get hurt. That's it. That's all it is. And you, Nick, are a fucking expert at that and so am i we love like pushing people away it's great we love finding something (laughs) about them to pick on so i could have picked on my friend today and been like this fucking clam she always canceling and build up in my head that there's something wrong with her versus hey how about i tell her how i feel and see if it could work out right so i don't know the exact steps to get where we're not as scared other than 
pushing through the fear and trying little tiny baby steps. So like Nick, this always has come up, this fear of intimacy. It always stems from you hmm. because you're always the one dating these clams and suddenly they're not good enough, Yeah, which is fine. I get it. I used to do that with guys. I have two divorces. Clearly, I wasn't comfortable being truly vulnerable with them. So there's a problem. What do you think is like a tiny step? Say you're dating someone now. I don't know if you are or you're not. How can not. you get a little closer to them and not sort of have them be a big write-off and another one in the Nick dust pile? <laughs> <laughs> that was good. Yeah. Um, how can I get closer to them? You mean like by not finding something right away to like judge or like I be think like, eh. you will find less about them to judge if you're being more yourself. I think the problem with people like us point. is we hide who we are just a little bit. We don't want to be seen as, yeah, you know, exactly yeah. us because we're so flawed and broken. Yeah, yeah. We're scared to be us. So then we pick on them instead. Yeah. So we're going, oh, look at her. She can't be herself with me. And we're being not ourselves with them. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, do you ever feel like that, who that starts with? Do you ever feel like um that guy in the mirror? <laughs> Go no, ahead. There's times where like. You know, maybe, and that's that's absolutely accurate. Like, no, I I live it. It's we know it now. Do you think it's because we think like I know I think sometimes like maybe like I'm too much right away. I feel like maybe like or I could be like if I'm really myself myself. Like, Nick, I feel it's like obvious you're too much. <laughs> <laughs> so wait, I joke, but I don't in a way because so am I. Right. So is he. Yeah. Right, and right. I'm not talking about girth. I'm talking. Oh, I promised myself. I'm gonna show that I'm working on my intimacy with Bo's friendship. Bo, yeah. did that hurt your feelings? Not really. Okay, I apologize if it did, and I would love you to call me on it if it does. Thank you. I appreciate that. See, I mean that. Because that builds she a little bridge. No, I didn't, you fucking fat cunt. You're just I, listening. Whoa! Whoa! <laughs> no, but I truly feel like those little conversations. Okay, we had a moment last week where I was annoyed with you about something, but instead of acting annoyed, I was actually hurt and I felt like dismissed. So I like cried. I teared up and I was like, oh, I'm becoming better friends with them because even though I, I know I'm or I feel like too much, like Lisa's too emotional. She cries too much. She does this too much. I go, well, they still stuck around. They're still friends and that's okay. Right. So I think the big stuff is that we have to, cause what's happening is we're hiding who we are, even if we are too much. And I think even just saying to somebody, look, I'm working on fear of intimacy. I'm so scared to be myself around you. I am so loud, so much. I tend to go over the top. And I just have to let you know that in advance that I tend to do that. I hope that's okay. And let's see where this goes. Yeah. Right. I've been doing that honestly lately. My therapist gave me the same advice like a week ago. She and was she like, gets paid and I sit here sucking a fucking dick. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Let me make you famous. Go yeah. ahead. No fucking money exchanges hands. Go ahead. No, but I was saying is that, you know, I was talking about, because I am seeing a girl right now and it's going really well and I feel very comfortable with her like I really don't feel like I have to put on anything I haven't judged mm -hmm. anything it's mm -hmm. been real cool and can she be found at clammy jones too at gmail.com <laughs> that's who okay. it that's is what I, thought so. I thought so she crushes on tiktok <laughs> <laughs> crushes <laughs> 
Um, but anyway, that's what she was like. My therapist was basically saying like, she goes, are you being like your serious self or trying to be something? Or are you just being your fun, normal self? Yeah. She's like, why don't you try the fun, normal one? That's, that's true. Gotten you all these friends and people like, I was like, why not? You're a likable person. And I was like, yeah, no, that's a good point. I, I don't know why I'm going to this like serious route or because I want, we I want all to be dark sca- and brooding. Even, yeah. I'm just like scared of like, ah, if I'm a real fucking, I'm a real, I'm a real goofball. Like she's going to have to deal with, well, but I told also, her this, but, I go, I'm going to grab my friend's dicks in front of you and be like, what's well, up, who dude? doesn't, right? Yeah. Everyone's grabbing guy. dick right. and clam, dude, no matter what. Well, here's the deal. What's cool is that you're putting that out there and being yourself that way. What about though, the serious Nick, then that's going to be step two of like, oh, there is a serious part of me too. Am I afraid to show that part once she's liked the nutty wild guy? So you have to go, and I too, we have to be like, oh, okay. She doesn't have to just see this one side of me. It's really cool that she likes that. But there's going to come a moment if you guys actually advance the relationship past just the donkey punch that you're going to have to (laughs) eventually go to, wow, I'm really scared of dot, dot, dot. Or I really am kind of anxious about being left, or whatever, and all that builds that intimacy. We covered we covered a little bit of that too. Even I were talking about the podcast last week, and she was like, you know, she started listening. She was like, I think it's really great. Whatever. I was like, yeah, we just she did wants it. my number. Now. She just is, is no, 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 girl. <laughs> Come on, sweetie. Come on. Um, <laughs> the sip. Nothing better than the sip. Yes. Um, but no, I was saying about how, like, I was like, we did, you know, manifestation and we also did a uh, loneliness and I was mm-hmm. like, and I straight up explained how we came to those. And I was mm-hmm. like, I was feeling super lonely on like Thanksgiving. And as I was saying it, I was like, why are you telling her this? I'm so proud of <laughs> In you. My head, Seriously. I was like, my head was frightened and I was like, yeah, I was super lonely on the holidays. I was like, I don't really know why. And we just kind of discussed it and talking. She was just like, she was like, oh, it sounds like an interesting, you know what I mean? See, like, and the more, and the more um, nicely it lands with someone, it's just like, wow, I, they can be trusted. I can trust yeah. myself. They can be trusted. And all in, I guess, true intimacy, I don't know, but I've had it with friends. I think it's just feeling like you can be trusted to be 100% you, and that's so fucking hard. Yeah. So, yeah. I, mean, I mean, I'm proud of you guys for starting at this young, tender age of 43 each. <laughs> that, you know, I know I'm so proud of you that you actually care about it and work on it because yeah. I'm 60 and I'm like, okay, I'm finally being vulnerable with friends and family. Yeah, right. Boyfriends or whatever. Fuck that. <laughs> I'm dead in the ground. I'll work on friends and family till I'm 90 and then I'm just going to die. Like, it's yeah. fine. But that's, it's very threatening. Also, I think, I think your problem, Nick, too, is like, we, me and I have fear of intimacy and it always comes out sideways we always like work up anger for the person instead we blame them for doing something shitty when it's us who's hiding our feelings yeah. and our true selves also oh, yeah. have you done this you guys you're a classic classic fear of intimacy signal is hey i'm here we're watching tv <laughs> you're, you're there in body but not in spirit yeah. like you're literally not even attentive <laughs> to the person but you're like whoa we watch tv uh, we're, we're close <laughs> We're all close, right? You watch the fucking big game, like you said with dad, with the yeah, Jets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yes, with a father, you kind of take what you can get. You know, yeah, you yeah. take that conversation. I don't judge it. But did you ever, don't you do that with sometimes women of like, because clams always want more than you guys do. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. They always want you guys to be more open and available. And then, though, they start tipping it over to, well, he wants, he's too queer now. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, first of all, I, that's why I do podcasts with men, because I feel so sorry for you that you have to put up with women that were so tough. Yeah, it's like, we, Yeah, it's horrible. I do yeah. not envy you guys having to procreate with someone other than yourselves. I we, wish. Should, we should try that. <laughs> you can adopt. Ooh, but, I yeah, it. I mean, if you're, I think, just if you're ever going to yourself, especially you, Nick, because you tend to do this, if you ever see a sign of, wow, I'm kind of chalking up watching TV with her as actual intimacy, and it's not. No, I find myself no, no, getting no, no. angry I know and that's blaming a her, and it's not. Yeah, I know it's a cop um, yeah. Also, I think the sphere of presenting yourself so perfectly and cool and non-awkward. I think the more awkward you can be, the better. Because I think you're both incredibly awkward in that good way of like awkwardness of like, uh, like uh, I'm not saying this right or whatever. Yeah. But it builds that whole bridge. You don't have to come off as like well-read or, or that you know everything. Yeah, you don't have to tell them how many books you read or like no. how smart you are. You don't have to do that's that. That's not. I don't think that's that's what we, you and I did. <laughs> you know what I mean? No, no I literally no, did I that. I literally did that. Oh, did that. you? Yeah. Right. No, no, but like, no, what? I meant, you you no, counted remember? the books. Oh, I remember when oh, you pretended yeah, yeah, to read yeah, books. Yeah. Look what I got you. Yeah, yeah. exactly. No, so I think it just. It, yeah, that's cute. So if you can, <laughs> it smells good today. If you can experiment with each other, but not in a sexual way of like putting out there when it hurts your feelings. Because you even did it on the segment before I came on here today you were like said something mean to Bo he kind of goes well that hurt and like you kind of like well fuck you but so you want to build a real intimacy with the guy because you right. really want a friendship you really gotta honor what each other says and then that will transfer I think to women do you think I'm right I think so I do too <laughs> I think I'm always right. <laughs> now I'm I'm wondering, Nick, who do you have as a friend that you're truly, truly vulnerable with and intimate with? No, oh, my friend Anthony, who I always talk about. So have you cried in front of him? Oh yeah. So uh, I can't remember specifically about what, but I, I'm sure I have. <laughs> yeah. Today I'm just on that train of thought where yeah. I was like, when his cock fell out of your mouth. <laughs> I what happened? <laughs> this is usually your shtick. What? I've stolen yeah, your shtick. Oh, I think you remember what happened with Anthony. I go, I don't know. I didn't never blow him. Yeah. No. I tried. <laughs> I tried. He's too loyal. He's too good of a man to his wife. But you know what's weird too? Having grown up in with friend with family members and with parents who didn't set a good role modeling of intimate relationships, isn't it hard to like cause the media it's bullshit. Like every yeah. rom-com, that's not true intimacy. It's fucking no. bullshit. It's getting <laughs> caught up because, you know, you met someone and it's a meet cute. And oh my God, he offered me his umbrella. And then... It's like, she's going to the airport. Get her. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. She's going to go to France forever. She likes fashion now. It's and like, then don't Stella go. got her groove back. <laughs> so, uh, we, so we have no role modeling of this. We had nobody to look up to for this. Right. So do you almost feel like, okay, I don't know if you guys are well-read enough to know this reference. But whenever there's a Supreme Court case about pornography, they used to say, I don't know what it is. I can't define it, but I know it when I see it. Right. So yeah. with intimacy, we can't even define it. Right. We just know it when we feel it. So when I had that phone call today with that friend of mine, I was like, wow, that's what intimacy feels like. Yeah. So, Bo, when you have these moments at these meetings, 
do you feel like there's actual intimacy or do you feel like it's kind of like sometimes yes sometimes no when do you really feel it one-on-one i don't feel it in a meeting you Mm -hmm. know what i mean because Mm -hmm. i think that that's a space for other people or everybody Mm -hmm. and so it's not intimate because it's a forum right right but uh when i do like have a conversation with somebody and they're talking about what they're going through and they're like really scared and they're talking about then i feel like it's almost like i see their guard completely come down i see like you know they're accepting the fact that i could hurt them right you know what i mean which is awesome right and then you know but i (laughs) am now like okay well they have done that i'm gonna pull my guard down and we can have a moment and i can let them know hey this is where i was this is how this happened to me you know what I mean? And now right. we're like having an intimate moment. See, that's what I think. And we got to be careful because last time when we did that episode on vulnerability and that whole idea of like Billy Joel, when he's like, leave a tender moment alone, that's really hard to do. But it's the only thing that freaking builds real intimacy and connection is not making the joke. Yeah. And, you know, not being like the guy who laughs at the compliment or. Yeah. Well, that's sometimes rough, you're just man. not in the mood for intimacy. Like there are yeah. days where I'm just like, nah. I like even if someone like comes to me and they're like, oh, my father died. I'd be like, all right, you know what I mean? Like you don't want to have the moment. You just don't want to. Like there are days where I just feel closed off to it, and it's not bad. It's just like, yeah, Time and I'm place. not. Yeah, it's... I'm not there right now. I don't really want to have that. But when I'm ready to receive it, I make sure to like put myself in a position to do it. See, that's my uh, Achilles heel. I love it. Yeah. I cannot get enough of people calling me to help solve their <laughs> problems. And I, I was almost hoping Bo was going to try to kill himself yesterday so I could help. <laughs> so that's rescuing. And that yeah. to me I is false intimacy. <laughs> I was a little excited. I was a little... Uh, yeah, I could tell on the phone. She's like, you think he's going to try to kill himself? I mean, <laughs> that maybe will be needed more, Nick. Yeah. Maybe that's a false sense of intimacy we could have. Hey. <laughs> That'll be good. So I am proud of both of you that you're even putting it out there. I'm proud of you, Nick, that you haven't hidden your goofy, silly self from clammyjones2 at gmail.com. <laughs> By the way, we have to buy that now, right? I think we do have to. Um, but yeah, I mean, I would love to hear in the future. You don't have to talk about it in the air, but we'll talk because we have a friendship, like a real intimate True. friendship. I would love to hear if you putting your non- goofy self out there works too yeah that's a good test yeah. it's you know you can't always be mr entertainer you know you're a gift to the world uh, <laughs> sorry i couldn't get through that i think <laughs> no i think it, for a while i think most recently i've been the serious part more uh good. first good more so than like going right to because i feel like with the goofy part and back to what you said about like kind of keeping it with like i'm like ah, i could be i could be too much like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Even like with new people at work, like I don't make a lot of, jo- I don't want to be freak them out right away. <laughs> well, it I is mean? workplace You're stuff. Like, you can't be grabbing that, dicks no, at not even that, But just like the jokes Except are like, in the steam room. just like, you, you know, you have normal conversation with them first, get to know them, talk about some stuff. If it gets deep, great. Make some jokes when they're appropriate, but I'm not trying to like, yeah, like, you know, I got a million I think we've learned a lot today. I think we've learned that Nick is almost a real boy. He's almost ready to date. Bo is uh, heartbroken, but not really, because he doesn't really care that much, because he's pushing (laughs) that away because of his fear of intimacy. And he's available for children's parties. (laughs) Oh, no, no, no. And I will 
victim my friends, and I can't wait to die hopelessly alone. I think we've covered it all. Oh, stop, yeah. you old sailor. Yo, yo, God. Oh, at least I didn't make you take the intimacy quiz that I have here. Yeah, no more oh. quizzes. Wait, wait. Oh, I'm no, going to do good. one no, question. No, I'm just curious guys. about one thing. No. Guys. No, no. I want to ask one question. Rick, turn okay. the camera off. I just want to know your absolute truthful answer to this. All it's right, an 11 question right. one, quiz. I'm only going to do one because we'll I'm actually one. curious about this. Give you one. To hear your intimacy level. Because I'm just curious, because I know what I would do. But answer honestly. Don't okay. be stupid. See. Okay. It's getting a bit steamy with, I'm assuming they mean with a gal. Yeah. Or in your case, Nick, with a dude. <laughs> when su- Holy shit. Did you guys hear that crash? Yeah. It's yeah. like Jesus saying, don't do the quiz. <laughs> Fuck you, Jesus. <laughs> That's a drop. J-Man. Okay. It's getting a bit steamy when suddenly the telephone rings. You A, cut the call off straight away, meaning don't answer. Right. Curse the intrusion. Oh, darn the luck. Answer it because it might be important or just pick up and start talking. So let's (laughs) take out the bit steamy part and let's, because I know you're both sexually driven people. You have actual libidos despite your small penises. Let's say it's getting to be an intimate, intense conversation with your chosen clam. Bo, which of those would you do? Um, I, Be honest. I, I would, I would not answer. I would just, I would hit the fuck you button on the side of the phone in the intimate conversation with no hope of getting the dick wet. Yep. So just talking, just talking. <laughs> well, he's advanced. What about you? Same. I wouldn't do any of those things. The only person I would maybe well, pick I think up one for... of them is. I wouldn't. Cut no, the I mean, call I, would, off. I meant I wouldn't Cut do the all the off straight away. Do the, I wouldn't uh, do any of those things. I just. This guy said, "Break the phone, <laughs> buy a new one." All right, wait. Since you're both so fucking perfect, we'll do one more question. Okay, because okay. no, yeah, I know. I would, wait, wait. Let me get my no. answer. You said already. Yeah, right. You're shaming me, and I think that <laughs> takes away from our intimacy. <laughs> no, no, you're right. Okay, go ahead, finish, please. No, I was just saying that's what I would do. I, I would own the Are only you, if it was your dad. Yeah. That makes it's always when I get calls yes. from him. Like, I'm like, okay, is this it? Like, yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, you do get nervous That's about the that. Only... Oh, by the way, I'm going to interrupt okay. you. Shut up. I'm going to interrupt you and give me a compliment. I'm giving you a compliment. Don't look at the paper. I'm giving you a compliment, which is yeah. when you talked about your dad before and you said, I'm going to get emotional. I thought that was very vulnerable. And that is an intimate act. Yeah. When you say you're afraid of your dad dying. I mean, I'm afraid of your dad dying too, because then you'll quit the podcast. You'll become a Duchess hot dog maker in his honor. Yeah. And then what have we got? We have to replace you for other dirty guinea. Yeah. <laughs> uh, None of those fine. things will happen. Well, no, I, I think that was vulnerable and good. And the more we could be like that, the better. Okay. I know your answer to this. So if you guys lie, I'm calling you on your shit. Okay. okay. How? Okay. I know. How do you see the bed you share? Okay. A. We or with No, the, with girls. Uh, <laughs> if you share girls. a bed, I'm going to throw up. By the way, let me ask you this. If we do decide to do more podcasts live and it involves staying at hotels and things, I, suppose I was a cheap bitch and I was like, nope, you got to share a room. I wouldn't do that. But yeah. suppose I did. Would you guys you just sleep head to toe? Be so- yeah. There's separate beds. No. Oh, there's separate beds? <laughs> Nick looks so grossed out by you with the idea. No, you sleep head to toe. 
I would not share a bed with you. Why not? Oh my god! Because there's hotel rooms. They have two, They have two dude. beds. Suppose there was only a king size bed. What would you do, sleep Nick? Head to toe. I wouldn't even. Just, I would just sleep normally. I'm baby spoon though. <laughs> no, I don't want to. Spoon. Okay, this is way too intimate. Really All quick, right. how do you see the bed you share with bed. a woman as a a sacred a sacred place? <laughs> Shut up! A sacred place. Yeah. B as a refuge from the world. Oh. C the only area that belongs to you and your partner alone. Oh, no. Or four. I guess what ABC four. <laughs> sorry. Or four. Sorry, I'm tired. As a bed. It's a bed. It's a bed. Okay, you truly have fear of intimacy. <laughs> no, that's no. ridiculous. Because women like that uh, shit. Wait a minute, I'm gonna act. Shut up with you. <laughs> Our only truly healthy person in this room who is our engineer. I won't say his name in case he wants anonymity. Our friend and engineer, Rick, Rick. may not be his real name. Do you see your bed with your girlfriend because you have an actual relationship as a sacred place, a refuge from the world, the only air that belongs to you and your partner alone, or just as a bed? Go. Fuck him, dude. Shut up. He's so hot. No. His... Okay. Both yeah. of you be quiet and I'm going to make a comment. Not, not sexual either, just like no, I agree with you. Let me tell you something about Rick. <laughs> Rick is talented. Shut up. He has hair. Shut up. He's better than you. No because shit. Rick has a very hot chick who is on his level emotionally from what it sounds like. And I think he is open and available to this, and he's not somebody who views a bed as a fart palace in order. Right, but that's not the only thing that you see it as. You do not see it as primarily a place to torture her with your bodily functions. Whatever. So, oh, shut up! You're just jealous. You wish that you had that level. No, every girl wishes they had that with a guy. So here, I want you to both be quiet and let me finish the show on one last night. We just say. Everyone should be like Rick. That's all I'm going to say. I'm going gay. <laughs> I'm sick of this. Hey, girls love that shit. And yeah. I'm glad there was one man A in the refuge room. refuge for me and my Shut partner. Shut <laughs> Although most of the best talks do happen there. That is a good point. That that's is a good when point. you're not sticking your dick anywhere. You just keep it no, in your pants. No, that's when the best talks do happen. He's right. Okay, so Fuck. Rick is right. I've won over Nick. And I've won. O- Rick has won over both me and Nick. Bo, I think your recent turn of events have made things difficult for you to be open to this claims. idea. Oh my God! Done. All right. All right. Okay. Time in two to weeks, we'll see you when you're ready to spoon a girl. I'll have another one. Let's wrap it up. <laughs> Our hero, Rick. We'll see you soon. All right, and, guys. Uh, um, I, love I love us. I love Missed me. Hey, thanks for listening to Losers with a Dream. We'll see you next week when you got more time to kill. Fucking hate these guys.